Welcome to Fans of the Forge. I'm Chris. To my right, we have... Teresa. To my left, we have... Uh, yeah, it's Sean. You're Sean today. Yeah. yeah. Versus any other day. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, <laughs> not really, but yeah. yeah. You never know how he's feeling. Anyway, we are here wrapping up Forge and Fire Season 7, Episode 7, The Musketeer's Rapier. We're going to jump right into this one. Our four contestants are Wilson Flaw, who is a part-time smith with 13 years experience. And he had a quote that was interesting right off the bat about he was talking to his son. And his son said that they're really good at pulling things out of our butt, you know, when they need to get something done. So he was going to... He's going to pull something out of his butt? He's going to pull something out of his butt to get this one done, he says. That's disgusting. (laughs) For Jesse... Uh, Ewing, he was a part-time smith. For Dale Thorson, he was a full-time smith five years, and he was talking about how it was going along with his heritage. And I was thinking about, he was talking about, like, the uh, Norse. Oh, hmm. like how the last name is Thor's Thor's son. son. Yeah. So I was like, that's an interesting last name for somebody that's talking about that sort of stuff, the Norse mythology stuff. So it's kind of cool. Um, and then we had Teddy Royer with part-time experience of four years. This was an interesting first round. They were tasked with making uh, fossil Damascus. What's so, fossil Damascus? Blade speak. Right. We haven't done this in a while. Yeah. Blade speak time. Fossil Damascus is when you take raindrop Damascus, sharp tooth Damascus, ladder Damascus, or any other type of Damascus. You basically take any scraps of Damascus you have lying around, combine them in a canister, and then what comes out is... Ultra is ultra mega Damascus? It's a, like a Damascus <laughs> with crazy wild shapes and stuff going, because it's just all over the place. So they wanted these guys to take those three main Damascus uh, patterns that I mentioned and do a fossil Damascus blade. And they had to have the blade length be between 12 and 15 inches, not to exceed 22 inches overall. And they have to acid etch, of course, to see the Damascus pattern. So uh, for Wilson doing his canister, he really loads up on the whiteout. It's just like everywhere, just like covered. (laughs) Um, And then as he's running through the process of getting the welts to take within the canister, he only does one press. Like he throws all his pieces in with the powder Brings it to the the press with the square dies mm-hmm. so they can press everything down, and he just does one one pass and he's like, "I'm gonna say that it's it's welded. It feels good to me." Okay. And uh, the judges <laughs> really didn't like that. <laughs> They're like, "He's he's really got some balls." They said that he's yeah. got some balls to be able to do that. But um, anyway, he they said he should have done at least two. Right. Uh, he takes the canister off and the billet looks okay. Looks like there's no cool. problems. So he starts drawing it out. And then the problem. The problem. Uh, <laughs> there's cracks all throughout, like huge cracks yeah. throughout the whole thing. It just wasn't even near fully welded when he did the one pass. Mm-hmm. So the only thing he can do in that round is try to make a blade out of it. And so he welds up as many of the cracks as he can yep. and just works on grinding it and making it a little bit more blade shaped. Yeah. For. Jesse, he started talking about how he was going to mimic a Jay Nielsen Damascus video that he had just watched. 
like prior to coming to nice. the show. Hey, someone studied Canister Damascus hey. we're going on the show. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he had tried it. I think he <laughs> just he, watched a video right. on Still, it. that's better than not anything. I, I may be wrong, but either way, <laughs> he does get the can off pretty easily cool. based off of Jane Nielsen's uh, techniques. And then he quenches his blade and straightens it in the vice. And that was it for him for round yeah. one. For For Dale... They showed him talking once, just like while he was hammering on something, and that was it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow. So he yielded very little drama. Very little yeah. drama. And uh, and then Teddy, he had decided okay, – so they were also given the option for large, tall canisters mm-hmm. versus the smaller, uh, short canisters. Okay. And Teddy chose two shorter canisters for his billet, which means that he had to make two separate billets and then weld those right. together. Which, Did he say why he was doing it that way? He just he just said he was he that's what he chose. Like he was like, ah, this should be fine, and then he went and did it, and then he's realizing, crap, I have a whole extra step here because now yeah. I got to forge weld these two billets together. And he had a real hard time getting the cans off of them too. Like the the method mm-hmm. he used for for putting everything in there didn't work out for him, and so he was having a lot of trouble yeah. getting the the billet out and the knife shaped. But that's the end of round one. We go on to judging. Uh, the judges said that Wilson's, the one that had cracked down all hell, <laughs> yeah. said was it looked like it was hammered to death, but it made the parameters. Okay. Keeping keep that mm-hmm. term in mind. <laughs> oh boy. Because yeah. they don't say that generally <laughs> if there's nothing wrong with parameters. Yeah. For Jesse, he also made parameters. They made another way. They said oh. they made parameters. And Teddy, he also made parameters. Cool. But Dale the one that they didn't show anything about or even mention really during round one was a half an inch too short on his blade length. Mm. And so he got booted huh. because of parameters. So should we commend Forge and Fire for switching up the formula of not showing somebody <laughs> and then they're perfectly fine? Or just... Yeah, I was going to say, oh, he must have done re- just fine then. Because usually that's how they do it. So yeah. yes. No, no Good time. Good job switching You're it up. Good. They threw me off, that's for sure. <laughs> So, anyway, that was round one. And how about now we go to a word from our sponsors. This video is sponsored by Forged, a Jason Knight Maker series. What's that all about? Oh, that is the new series by Jason Knight that is available through his website where Jason gives you tips and tricks and lessons on how to make the elemental knife, in his words, the the forge-style knives that he likes to make. Forge to sharp, as he would say. Um, It's a great video series that he's put together. Currently, you can purchase it on his website, and there are six videos to watch in the first six parts of the series. There's going to be exclusive content available on the site as well coming soon. And if you want to purchase it, you can go to nightforgestudio.com to see where this is and and purchase it. Is there a promo code? As a matter of fact, there is. Hey. If you go on this Nightforge Studio and use coupon code FOF15, FOF15, you can get $15 discounted from the price of this video series. Nice. So go on there. If you really want to check out these videos... Listen, we have the views on the other video that we did with Jason Knight to kind of prove that... We know you like them. People like watching Jason Knight work. This video series is all about Jason Knight doing his work. Yep. 
and making some badass knives. Learn from a master smith. Exactly. It's, it's really, if you think about it, you're learning these lessons from a master smith. It's, it's a bargain. Yeah. So check out the video series, and uh, don't forget to use the promo code FOF15 to save $15 on your purchase of the Forge Jason Knight Maker Series videos. Be a maker. Go check it out. And now we're back. Round two, where they attach the handles using three different materials, and they've got two hours to do it. Wilson works on welding the cracks. Um, he chooses composite, brass liner, and rosewood. Jesse uses micarta, G10, and brass. One of his blocks was acrylic, not micarta like he thought, and his pin broke the scale. Yeah, he was going to put the pins in. He had it all lined up, and then oh. the, snail just, the scale just cracked in half. Yeah. And then Teddy, uh, his tank isn't large enough, uh, gets a handle on, but it's still small, so he does a paracord wrap mm. on it as well. It was an interesting method that he had a, he had a completed handle, basically, right. but still wasn't happy with how it felt in the hand. He knew it felt too small, added the paracord just to beef it up a little like bit. Like it, it was too thin? Too thin to grab on too comfortably, so he just beefed it up a little oh, bit with it. Idea. For testing, there is the strength test, which was a bone chop. Um, Teddy survives four whacks on the and the edge is slightly glinted. Um, Jesse survives four, lost a little bit of the fine edge, and Wilson also survives four. Half the blade doesn't have much of an edge. Now remember, mm. he, he was salvaging whatever yeah. he could from that cracked <laughs> yeah. blade. So the fact that it survived the strength yeah. test, I thought was pretty impressive. The number of cracks that was going right. through that thing. But then they have to go to the sharpness test for an apple slice. Um, Teddy is sharp, but the tip is warped, and it pushed the blade up to miss some of the apples. Um, Jesse had some damage to the edge, not the sharpest thing on the planet. And Wilson, it is sharp, but has wrong edge geometry and sends the apples flying. Basically, it was like he had an axe mm -hmm. edge. So as they swung Rather than it, slicing, yeah. it was like kind of cracking him. It wasn't even cracking. It was literally just shooting them forward <laughs> off of the thing. <laughs> so it unfortunately didn't work out for him. Wilson gets the boot um, due to it being heavy and an obtuse edge. Okay. So moving on to round three. Our Smiths have to make the Musketeers rapier. It's from the 1600s, used by the French Musketeers of the Guard. Excellent for slashing cuts and stabs. The guard is meant to protect the hands. Had to be between 37 and 39 inches. Uh, the fuller must be between one-third and one-half the length of the blade on both sides. Must have a clamshell guard, two sidebars, a rear and front quillion, knuckle bow, and pommel. And you're given four days to make this weapon. It's definitely a complicated mm -hmm. handle yeah. assembly. Yeah, the handle <laughs> so, a lot in and of itself. Yeah. Of course, it's got a bunch of shit on there. <laughs> it's French. Uh, <laughs> what is that supposed to mean, Sean? <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so for Jesse on day one, he's going 80 CRV2. He shapes the blade and grinds into fuller. Heat treats and drops his blade in the tank. Has a significant bow, so he puts it in the straightening jig. Oh, it was rough. Like, he had a really low ceiling in a garage, and then his quench tank was like, at least five feet tall. Mm -hmm. And so he's up on a ladder yeah. quenching this thing. And then he's trying to pull it out and go down the ladder. He trips oh, no. and lets go of it. And it goes 
slamming down, and then he pulls it out. The thing is just like this. Yeah. And he just like, I'm going to put it in the vice and hope it straightens out. <laughs> so he ended up only with some slight warpage. The vice worked. Yeah. Uh, skip day two, go to day three. The blade is mostly done and the guard is fitted. He puts a handle on it and gets, it gets stuck, but he manages to remove it and get, get it back on properly. Mm-hmm. And then on day four, he works on completing the sword and sharpens it. For Teddy, uh, the Wasatch Forge. Yep. That was, I saw the sign. I wanted to make a note of it so I could look him up. On day one, he chooses 5160 steel. He has his blade shaped on the first day. For day two, he gets the blade rough ground and heat treated. It's not fully hardened. The first quench, so he quenches again. Uh, he starts making the dragon-themed components. Yeah, so like the guard that he was putting together, he was making it look like dragon scales, yeah. like dragon wings on, for the guard part. You know it's supposed to be a clamshell? Well, it was still a clamshell shape. But it was like he was using dragon scale design. Uh, skipping over to day four, he finishes the knuckle bow, sidebars and pommel, and he makes a dragon claw quillions. Yeah, oh. so it, the little claws like this yeah. that stuck out, and then he put like a little bead or magic ball or sort of thing mm-hmm. in it. So it's kind of cool. Moving on to testing, the kill test. Uh, it's a pig carcass. For Jesse, the edge is sharp and cut the pig in half. Will kill. Oh, yes. For Teddy, it's got a razor's edge, slices easily. It will also kill. Moving on to the strength test, the wheel of pain bend test. Mm-hmm. So, Jesse survives the bends and comes back virtually to true. It was really impressive because these are long swords and they're going like degree. to Good. 90 degrees with Yee. the handle. Like yeah. they're going pretty far with it. For Teddy, he survives the test, but has significant bend in the blade. So for for his, the first because they go in both directions, right. the first bend, it already took a bend when he when it went down, yeah. and then Dave bent it the other way, and it actually straightened it back out a little uh-huh. bit. But then the other, like up above that, bent in a different spot. Mm. So it was, um, it didn't break. Yeah. Uh, however, Teddy's bend is considered ca- a catastrophic failure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for a finesse weapon like the rapier, so he gets the boot. Yeah, they said because it's such a, a stabby, yeah. like pre- precision type mm-hmm. sword, having a bend like that makes it useless. No. So, Poor Teddy. So uh, Jesse wins. Yeah, mm-hmm. congratulations to Jesse and the other contestants from this episode. Uh, thanks everybody for watching and remember to follow us on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. And, uh, I think that's it. Sounds good. All right. Thanks for watching. See you.